Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand by Your Band. I'm Tom Dakar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I am feeling so blissed out <laughs> lately. You've been in Australia that. for a while, right? <laughs> I'm very serene. Yeah, I've been on this Nine Perfect Strangers retreat, and it's been going really well. Um, no, I'm I'm like clearing out an apartment right now. My life is uh, miserable, but. Uh, <laughs> But you are on the mend. That's exciting for the people. I'm feeling good. You know, I, I no longer have COVID-19. And by the way, thanks so much to everybody who <laughs> reached out after I said that I had it on the podcast. I didn't get one fucking message. Not one listener of this goddamn show reached out. Not even at like, hey, fuck you. You got COVID. You're a piece of shit. I didn't get anything. I, Did I mean, you want I that? that? But at least it would have been something. Uh yeah, it's uh, I got nothing. Now, I thought for sure people would be like worried about me or something. Frankly, getting COVID was a cry for attention. Um, oh, wow. I just wanted somebody to to care, uh, but no one did. But I am good now. And, uh, you know, uh, we're back. We're, we're back in business. We're doing the crate challenge. That's most of what mm-hmm. I've been doing is mm-hmm. uh, is running up and down uh, piles of crates and mm-hmm. uh, just winning cash. Just cold hard. Is cash. there cash in the crate That's challenge? Been, yeah, have you not seen this? The videos of the crate challenge. A, a lot of them, if they finish it, they get handed like a stack of cash. I watched one where somebody got five grand, and so that's oh my god, kind of I actually lost money when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's get our guests in the mix here. Why not, Tommy? Hey, I, how about I introduce one, you introduce the other. First, <laughs> that'll be fun. That way we're both involved. We have Sam Taggart on the show today, everybody. Very and of course, <laughs> we also. How should I have waited? <laughs> Look, I don't know how you run your podcast. Not That's not my giving, position. First of all, I people aren't going to know what Sam sounds like unless he talks after his intro. Yeah, hold on. Sam. Hi, listeners. Register this voice as Sam. <laughs> if you hear this voice, that is Sam. Well, I'm already taking notes on what not to do when Sam and I come back after a hiatus. <laughs> Well, Hello, that was Tommy. the voice of George Severus Gawker's own. Very exciting. Oh, yes. Hello. I do want to off the bat address the fact that I'm wearing a beanie. It is because I <laughs> yeah, am yeah, overdue for a haircut and need to be in public later. And if I literally don't like push my hair down, mm-hmm. it looks 
it's it's not going to look good now. It's going to look like I have hat hair, but it will look even worse if I don't do this. And you caught me right post shower when I have to humiliatingly do this until <laughs> I get you addressed it. Because frankly, I have been I as soon as I saw you looking like this, I, I dragged your part of the screen off. Of my- yeah, <laughs> well, I could sense the energy shift. Well, I just kind of questioned, like, you know, we're collaborators and I was sort of like, can I still trust his judgment? Like what's happened this summer? It sort of made me feel a little bit left. A little lost a little yeah confused. well i didn't want you to think that i suddenly am like a beanie guy <laughs> after two months of not doing the podcast i didn't realize you guys were uh we're on a hiatus on first radio lab yeah well great if you listen you would probably have realized that... <laughs> i of course knew yeah, yeah. 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 Very very well tom break. has been emailing us listener questions <laughs> saying hey when are you coming back like yes every week every day i I'm, i can't live without you yeah yeah we've been on a hiatus all summer so it's it's uh it's great to be doing another podcast to promote our hiatus yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. and podcasts are the worst during the summer it's also sweaty no one likes it it's, yeah, it's no. like live stand-up no one wants to do it <laughs> they jump the shark a lot we we have to do giant uh just huge leaps in logic for our show like, sure, sure. like for example today we're just talking about one fucking album <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that just came out what the fuck is that that's not our show no this is exciting so i i myself was one of the detractors of this album mm. we're going to talk about which is lord solar power i tweeted something about it and then i see a lot of people are kind of shitting on it and two Two lone stars in the night were, were shining brightly for this new album. And that, and they happened to co-host a very popular podcast that That's I right. listen to uh, religiously. Yeah. And <laughs> it was these two gentlemen. So I wanted to bring him on and kind of hear them defend it, hear them kind of speak and say, what the fuck are you thinking? Like in this album? <laughs> I guess. OK, wait, you still don't like it? OK, so actually, I have softened my take. Uh, <laughs> and in fact, and, and here's a real twist. I now don't really like. Oh, <laughs> it's all flip flop. I oh, think no. we got to trade co-hosts now. I do want to. Yes, I mean, I, I do want to say, you know, like in terms of where I fit into the discourse, Please. I think what you're referencing, Tommy, is that I tweeted the stick up their ass community is furious about the new Lord album. Yeah, that does not mean I think it's brilliant. It just means <laughs> I was seeing a lot of kind of a hand wringing and moralizing, and in my mind, I said. Let the girl have fun. Mm. Thank mm. you. I Thank you, uh, George. First, I want to say pretty cool of you to play both sides. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's my thing. <laughs> um, uh, no, Tommy, I think you're dead wrong. George, I think you're dead wrong. Tom, I don't know where you stand, but um, I'm, coming in here. I'm coming in here as a neutral party. I... <laughs> I will say I, I got fucked up because Tommy's tweet was the first thing I saw about it where he expressed his disdain and <laughs> disgust. My tweet was not the, for what this young woman just put in Yeah, room. well, I think it was Lord and all women in music are bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the tone. <laughs> With his power. Uh, and, and it is a great power that he wields. And uh, and he took her down. And uh, well, yeah. Every Jack Antonoff record, I'm like, hey, buddy, why aren't you singing more? We all want bleachers every we want new bleachers every month. That's what the that, people want. Now, that's a take. We want new bleachers. <laughs> yeah, Frankly, I think bleacher seats should be more expensive. Um, oh, my God. Uh, I mean, so I do is- occasionally I would say once every once a year, exactly once a year, I listen to the song. D- Don't take the money by bleachers. 
I don't know that one. I don't know it. Well, it's a hit. And I consider myself a completist, <laughs> so it's pretty weird. Are, okay, because it is the only one I know, and I think it's because no. it's like the one single. Well, the audacity of three people saying I have never heard of it, and you respond, "Well, it's a hit." <laughs> <laughs> well, every single person on the planet does know it, so yes, uh, you guys are fucking idiots. Do you know what I did? Um, realize today. I don't know if this is interesting. I were as Tommy said, I now work at the newly relaunched Gawker and I'm the only male editor and all the writers are women. And so I said in my mind, I'm the Jack Antonoff of Gawker. <laughs> I have a question for you because and we we simply cannot get into this because we can't deal with the type of hate we would get. But I saw an article from Gawker today uh, about Ted Lasso that I believe was from a man. But is that like a so the yeah, we have like we truly cannot get into it, but there are male freelancers, <laughs> but no like staffers. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I did not edit that Cannot piece. So if you switch. disagree with it, you can take it up with my female coworker Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> and take her down. That was the piece about how beanies are back and Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that one's all me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the reason I, I especially want to have you guys do Sam, I feel like we've talked about before um melodrama, which I think is one of my favorite albums ever. I thought it was like one of the best albums of the whole decade of Agreed. the 2010s. Yeah, I agree. I love. Yeah. So I feel like and this is such a different album than that. But, but And it's so much less fun. It's less anthemic. It's less, I don't know, it's less exciting. So I'm just wondering how you can kind of hold both those thoughts at the same time that you could like both, you know? Yeah, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> <laughs> because it's called being an artist. Whoa. You, you, I mean, I don't know how else to, like, okay, maybe... <laughs> I trust the vision. I trust the judgment. I have, um, when I like someone, an artist, I really cling to sort of the highs and the lows. I don't know if you know this, I'm a, a Lady Gaga fan and the work mm -hmm. that that takes to sort of accept each and every era, uh, no matter how big or small or good or bad it is. <laughs> Um, is actually very difficult, and but it's the the commitment that I I give because I I believe in the vision and I believe in the lows as much as the highs, mm. and I think like a, <laughs> a something like solar power to me is a purposeful like rejection of the bigness of like melodrama, and it's purposefully being like I'm just I'm gonna do me, and it's like sort of saying like maybe it's a little rough, maybe it's a little rougher around the edges, maybe it's not like so like perfect but it's like that's almost better i like seeing the gears a little i like the like trying stuff out you know because mm -hmm. i trust her i trust the vision <laughs> so you think she should team up with tony bennett as well <laughs> yeah bring him back bring back tony <laughs> tony and lord would be so nonsensical <laughs> um yeah but tony is about to be the new jack antonoff <laughs> yeah i think that was part of the reason i was disappointed is just because jack's done this and it, lord's like come out and said like this is not a jack antonoff album he like helped but he deferred to my vision like no one should be criticizing him for the sound but it's hard not to see with what just happened with the new claro album which was also really disappointed by i think it has like one banger on it and then I really liked folklore, but I kind of hated Evermore. And it feels like the last like three things in the Lana album, it's just like he's figured out that like chill is like the new thing. And I feel like he's just doing it with everyone. And it's annoying me. That's yeah. my piece. And I'm like, I'm a Jack Antonoff defender. Like, I mean, he did do melodrama and he did Norman mm -hmm. freaking Rockwell and Great album. Uh, Reputation, which I'm a I'm a 
You're a reputation apologist? Support. I'm kind of a reputation apologist. Go off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, and you know what? I'm not even gonna qualify that. I I would yeah, that I was I was just like such a Taylor Swift hater for the majority of my life that maybe it was by chance, but that was that was the first album I even gave a chance. And then I was like, okay, like I, I get it. Um what was I gonna say? Yeah, I think it's like a I think he um He's like not trying anymore. <laughs> I think I know what you mean, but I feel like this is more interesting than like Alana or, or like uh, I think or a Taylor. Like I think it's like making some weird choices. George and I talked about like I agree that our- it's intentional. Yeah I, yeah, I agree that it's not like oh no she flopped. Like I I do think it's intentional what she's doing. Yeah, uh, we talked on our podcast about a concept that is called wink, Mm. which is when like sort of you do something that is stupid on purpose to make your outfit be like to like show that you're like sort of winking at people and being like, yeah, I know I'm stupid. It's I'm like playing with the concept (laughs) of being stupid. And I feel like that we talked about this album having a lot of wink in it Mm -hmm. where it's like this is purposefully lame and stupid to like (laughs) subvert how like her cool image and be like, no, I'm going to wear something dumb and see if I can pull it off. Actually, this like the New York Times review that came out today by I can't remember what her name is, but this music critic that's good is calls it like calls Lord's work in general, like part incisive commentary, part self own or something like that. There's like a, there's a a phrase where it's like, all of it is like, yes, she's commenting on like, I don't know, wellness culture or whatever she's doing in that one song. But then she's also like dragging herself for like acknowledging her own complicity or something. Thoughts? <laughs> uh, I was trying to look up the name of that New York Times. It's like Lindsay uh, Zolads. Or Lindsay Zolads is great. I was going to try and do yeah. a bit where I said it was that lady who got fired for writing all the op-eds. Barry, uh, Barry Weiss. <laughs> that was exactly she actually quit on her own. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> the she canceled herself. That. She canceled herself because she wanted so badly to be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now actually Jack Antonoff is working with her on her Substack. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still her vision yeah but it's still her vision it's still hers um i had one oh yeah i wanted so the reviews were pretty they were mixed there were some good ones but here were some of the the hard-hitting ones a lot oh, of God. a lot of the i i, I compiled some headlines okay we're gonna esquire. respond to the haters esquire said lord's poetic lyrics get lost in murky music murky Damn. music you see the washington post one which I one did. Was, what did that yes. one say? That, that one's hard. Like, Taliban takes over <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Lord um, joins the Taliban. <laughs> Lord joins the Taliban with new album. <laughs> so that was, yeah, Lord returns with solar power, but it's mostly just wind. That's a oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. And that's Bezos a, that's a wrote reach. that. <laughs> I, I think, okay, here's what I think the issue with this album is. Ready? Uh-oh. I yes. think it's the the rollout and the like the grandness of the rollout and how this is supposed to be like the com- this the third coming of Lord, the biggest Lord ever. Like I think if like the song Solar Power had dropped when it did and then the next week the whole album came out and it was just like and here it is. Like it would be like, oh well now I can just consume this as an album. But because we're supposed to see it as like the greatest, like most <laughs> like <laughs> intelligent piece of art commenting and embracing spirituality, like it's like it doesn't it doesn't succeed at being that big. It's yeah, 
I so think it the is overarching a like comparison thing people feel, myself included, is confusion. Like, <laughs> totally. I, I really think, and I don't even know. I, I do. I, there are certain songs I like, and certain ones I don't. And I don't think it's like a failure. But like, <laughs> the the general tone of people interpreting it was kind of like, "What's going on here? <laughs> like, what am I missing?" <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Pitchfork called it drab music. They said yeah. that it was one of the things they said. Uh, AV Club said Solar Power's evidence Jack Antonoff should be dethroned as the pop producer of choice. Uh-oh. And I'm Consequence crying. said with Solar Power, <laughs> Lord flies a little too close to the sun. Okay, Damn. that one I love. That's a <laughs> G and that's smart. Whoever wrote that was the one. Oh, AV Club said Lord disappears into the sun on Solar mm. Power. Damn. Ruh-ruh. There was the Pitchfork one was literally like she doesn't address climate change. <laughs> that one really annoyed me. I I hated the pitchfork review and because i was like i said the i tommy uh did spoil this album for me and uh so by reading his his being like i i fucked up by putting all my mental health on the what was it it was something like, that yeah. was what i said something like that yeah, yeah. yeah uh and i was like oh shit it must be bad and then we listened to it uh driving to the beach and i was like this is fine like i i didn't hate it but then I listened to it today while I was reading that Pitchfork review and I was just boiling because I was like, we don't need it to do that. Like, it doesn't need I know that it's called Solar Power, but it's like, come on, it can be just a chill. Like, I there's no song on it that I was like, oh, I can't wait to listen to that again. But I also yeah. I never minded it. Like, it was never yeah. irritating or grating to me. I found it to be just pleasant. It had like. Yeah, it just felt like a beach listen. I, I just yeah, yeah. I, I was not which is watching. why it should have maybe been released like in June. <laughs> yes, totally, it's true. It does not make sense for right <laughs> Back now. Back to school with Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do agree with albums. lyrics, like good lyrics getting lost in kind of middling music. Because if you were to do another pass, I'm not saying this is the correct thing to do, but like literally, if you were to just do another pass and like make it more upbeat it would be a, a hit like mm-hmm. it because the concept is there the lyrics are there i think the era is like well defined she's like half cult leader half like beach bum stoner or whatever like she's wearing yellow she's wearing crop tops and i think the lyrics are good people are so i i i do think which is why i also think it's such an intentional choice where she's like trying to be anti-pop or something yeah and it does work to an extent i like stoned at the nail salon i think stoned at the nail salon is a damn smash it's a smash (laughs) i would say that's like uh, like genuinely like up there as a great lord song yeah i think think we should listen to some of that to give the people a give the people a Mm -hmm. taste uh here's stoned at the nail salon Got a wishbone drying on the windowsill in my kitchen Just in case I wake up and realize I've chosen wrong I love this life that I have The vine hanging over the door And the dog who comes when I call But I wonder sometimes what I'm missing Well, my heart, blood's been burning for so many summers now it's time to cool it down, wherever that means. 
We got there. It we just, made it. It just yeah. is a Lana Del Rey song, though. Like, that's a Lana Del Rey oh, song. You know what? You know what? That is true. Oh, <laughs> it's bitch. 100% Lana Del Rey. Yeah, that's like, it's ultimately true. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, I would say, though, no, I would bitch. say Lord's take on a Lana song. In the same way that that other song is Taylor Swift's take on a Lana song, the Kennedy one. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. It, <laughs> I think there was a tweet I saw that was like, and Tommy, I am going to lump you in with this, but it was like, gays only know Lana and Casey. And so whenever anyone plays a guitar, they're like, this is Lana. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a little in that style, but it's still like more lordy, like the lyrics and stuff. And but even the title "Stone at the Nail Salon is... The title is very her. It's like reminiscent. What is, what am I thinking of? There's like... She had high by the beach. High by the beach, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which could be the title of Solar Power. Uh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Lord, okay, so like Lana owns him. weed and stuff. Although I do think the lyrics are more Lord. Like the lyrics are very Lord, other mm-hmm. than Stone at other than the actual phrase Stone at the Nail Salon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was I was kind of convinced by in the New York Times review, they were talking about how like it makes it's a cohesive album and it makes sense in order. And like the first song, the path is about it kind of like sets the stage as like, okay, I've now I've gone to the Met Gala and I am a millionaire and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for me to relax. And like, <laughs> I, you think you, you think I have the answers, but I don't and and whatever. And then the rest of it is kind of like, all of it is kind of stoned at the nail salon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think it's right. The first lyric she says, "Born in the year of Oxycontin," and we kind of love the Sacklers on this show. So I don't yeah. know if she's like throwing shade at them. Yeah, I mean, that was a no for me. Purdue yeah, that was. Pharma. <laughs> we think they're good. Yeah, uh, Big Pharma is amazing. They do great work, and but like, except for know, the vaccine, I'm I don't uh, don't take it. Off. Not Why strong enough. Do the crate challenge. <laughs> yeah, do the crate challenge instead of the vaccine. It's <laughs> one or the other, brother. Uh, um, the Path is a song I ended up liking that I didn't like the first time I listened to it. Can we play a little of that, Tom? But will you yeah. start at um, like 140? Because it's just a song that takes a while to get going. Like, I think a lot of this album is kind of slow, slow burn. Yes. Here's, uh, here's the Path. Yeah, that's a smash. I like it a lot. That's a damn hit. (laughs) I love it. Okay. I always get annoyed when pop stars are like, 
get on their like phones are bad era i i <laughs> like to make fun of that as a premise a lot and like katy perry did that with like chain to the rhythm like it was sort of like <laughs> Have that you was ever a dark era. Thought for sure. about like the fact that phones are bad, and it's like <laughs> she also could not decide on a metaphor for that song. She was like, "Is it good or bad that I'm in chains?" I haven't decided. <laughs> and she was like, "Well, I look incredible, and I'm like, am I fun. talking about slavery or like a like the blockchain? Like she just couldn't she couldn't lock down what it was about." But I feel like Lord is doing it better. Like Lord is doing it in a way that doesn't make me want to make fun of her. I feel like because it's not just phones are bad. It's more like I'm trying to connect with nature and like unpack these things that I disregarded before. I did see a tweet that was like, the main issue is no one cares about someone living in New Zealand. (laughs) And I do think (laughs) that there is an element of that where I'm like, yeah, all that's fine. But like, I live in Brooklyn, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like I'm not going to connect to nature currently. I, yeah, I also get, um, well, a couple things. One, who did George? Did you read Claire and the Sun? No. Okay. Well, the past. But is I very- know the premise. It's a robot <laughs> who feels. Yeah, but you know, the sun is like a religious thing in that book for the robot because she's solar. Wait, powered. I am just shocked because we're literally in a group chat where it was posited that we should do a book club about Claire and the Sun, and then apparently at some point I was no longer part of that narrative. And you read it. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> no, I just read it. I just was like, oh, I'll just read that book then. Oh, you just like, read it on your own. Yeah. Okay. That's you like it. I did like it, but it felt, I wonder, I was, it was truly like, wait, did Lord literally read this book? Like, <laughs> yeah, like she, cause she said in an interview that she also read like, uh, how to do nothing, which, oh, oh wait, yeah. she did. That's yeah. funny. Cause Catherine texted me as a joke, Lord read how to do nothing. That's really <laughs> and you can tell that's like kind of what she's working with. Yeah. Well, she literally, she also like mentions in an interview, she's like, I read an essay by Gia Tolentinar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> About optimization. <laughs> um, she's reading the, the the pieces. She's reading the pieces. She and she's hasn't all music. on Twitter. She's you know <laughs> she's a honest. little online. She does the onion ring thing. She does. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. Um, she did mm-hmm. the crate challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, what's but... the onion ring thing? Oh, <laughs> Wait, I don't <laughs> know it either. Hot ones, and she was. I gotta tell you, I watched some of her hot ones, and it was very impressive. Oh uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, she handles the wings better than anybody I've ever seen do it on that show and better than the host. Even it's really yeah. crazy. She just seems unfair. Oh, wow. It's huh. delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the, yeah. Well, she had like a burner Instagram account where she was just literally rating I did every know, onion yeah. ring. She ate like on a one to five scale and people figured it out because the only people who followed it were like Lord and people who, tour with lord <laughs> and like jack people. antonoff <laughs> yes and so then yeah she ended up saying on the tonight show that she uh, is the one who did it wow. but then she took it down i think because she like wanted it to be secret and fun and then mm-hmm. it was like ruined once it was getting attention why did she follow it <laughs> yeah, big mistake. Burner rule 101 <laughs> that's true and that's it's also point. I guess it was secret, but the fact that she didn't call it Lord of the Rings is fully insane to yeah. me. Fuck. 
Um, Tommy, will right. you read that shirt? Yes, that's going to segue him to. So I, when I was trying to find it, I searched the phrase Lord of the Rings because that's what I thought it was in my head. I, and I found the craziest shirt I've ever seen uh, on Pinterest. Um, and Sam, I think you saw this. George, I don't think you did. Oh, I smashed that like. I was going to yes. respond, but then Wait, I, what I was going to say. Is it on Twitter? Like, Wait, don't sense. look it up because I want to okay, see if you can guess. So it's, it's a Royals parody. And it's about Lord of the Rings. I want to see if you can guess what the just the line going into the chorus is. What do what do you think the and will never be Royals is in the Lord of the Rings parody? Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and give you a hint that uh, I do not think this is predictable. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's <laughs> Thanks not. for the hint. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. OK, <laughs> all right. Well, I'll just read it in order and we'll see if, if, you, if you can stop me at any point if you think you know where it's going. All right. So it's like, but every day is like gold ring, gray beard, tripping on some mushrooms, mad white wizard, trashing the king's throne room. We don't care. We'll get to Rivendell across the stream. (laughs) And everybody's like, Ura called dwarf mines, (laughs) presents from an elf queen, rowboats, spiders, golem on a rope leash. We don't care. (laughs) Just simply going to walk there. Okay, well, thank you for giving Wait, me that's... the opportunity to guess that. But no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was no, setting no. you up. I haven't said the last part. Oh, that. And, oh. and the last part is like, and we'll never be royals. Yes. So then what would that line be? After yeah. just simply going to walk there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it, does it, is it like Legolas something? No, <laughs> it is not. No. It's because we're going to Mordor. The worst ending because I was into it. If I was, yeah, they had me. <laughs> and then I got to the Mordor part, I was pissed. Mordor doesn't sound like royals enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's on a shirt and it's a long sleeve. It's like a baseball <laughs> tee. It's like, what human being would ever wear that? And it doesn't say like Lord. It no. doesn't say Lord anywhere on it or Lord of the Rings either. Like it doesn't identify itself. Um, I also all. don't like that it says tripping on some mushrooms. I didn't like that. I don't that remember either. when they do mushrooms in Lord of the oh, Rings. Yeah. They smoke weed though. Yeah. They, yeah. They smoke. They smoke weed, but they don't. There's no. There's no mushroom. <laughs> oh. Okay. Before we move on, I also wrote a little quiz based on this. So. Okay, you guys have to guess if what I'm saying is either a Lord lyric or a Lord of the Rings quote. Okay, number one, I will be your tour guide today. Your emotional baggage can be picked up at carousel number two. Okay. I'm going to say that's lo- that's actually that's Robin, a Robin lyric during a Lord oh, song. Actually, Robin. See, that was the uh, twist. And I didn't mean to do that, but good job. <laughs> okay, number two. And my axe. <laughs> that's um, Lord of the Rings. Yes, you got it. Number three. <laughs> yes. Number three. A wizard is never late. <laughs> Damn, you want to take this one? Um, I'm going to go Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's good. Um, okay, you guys are three for three. There's two more. Number four, you can burn sage and I'll cleanse the crystals. We can get high, but only if the wind blows. That is Lord. 
So that one I thought might trip you guys up because they do get high as hell in Lord of the Rings. The <laughs> fact that it rhymes yeah. like that, like <laughs> and it's so sing song. Yeah, you also helping. you put you put the musicality. Yeah, in, as you, you said. <laughs> okay, finally number five, my fresh. <laughs> it's a half baked bit, and uh, it kind of went great. I disagree. In fact, I'm going to edit out you saying that because I want you to have I, I want you to have the confidence in you. You know what? Don't talk to my friend Tommy like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, great, great bit, and um, I I yeah. do think we should get to. We have a segment. That we haven't gotten to yet. I I didn't tell you we had this, Tommy, but uh, I was surprised because I didn't I didn't even ask him because I assumed he wouldn't have listened to this yet. But we do have our regular segment. They went to Jared, Jared, uh, our friend and foe of the show, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, uh, and uh, where the Limestone Comedy Festival will be happening September second through the fourth, uh, which is I believe next week. So. Uh, if you're in the Indiana area, get out to that. But uh, Jared gives us our thoughts on what we talk about. He's our resident snob. And I'm he had thoughts on the new Lord album, which, like I said, I was surprised by. I'm very curious what he's going to say. Me too. So uh, here we go. What's up, y'all? This week's went to Jared. The boys are going to have two guests on defending or, I guess, discussing the new Lord album, because I would assume that this is considered good. I just listened to it. And um, so first thing that jumps out at me is that, of course, it's not really for me. And that's OK. I mean, I probably like a lot of music that wasn't necessarily made with me in mind. Uh, and I will say that, like, for a modern sort of like non-rock and roll album so like pop music or however you want to say it uh it's definitely way more interesting it it could be a lot less interesting if that makes sense like it you know i try to stay somewhat involved in new music mostly like rock and roll bands but um i do hear from time to time stuff that would be sort of like in this wheelhouse and this is definitely more interesting um it's you know i don't know that i would personally listen to it um but i also don't really know who she is like i re- i just realized now that i only know her song royal or royals because of the weird al cover um that the you know the parody that he does uh i didn't even necessarily know what the parody was of until just now when i listened to it so um for sure this is like you could do a lot worse if this is a type of music that you listen to so anyway uh we'll talk to you guys later thanks i did not know weird al did uh royals not either i did not know that either it is did, but i can't remember what is what the word is should we what? guess it's not yeah. it's not something you would guess i don't think oh you looked up already <laughs> yeah um oh. i do i think i do remember it being kind of random i mean i'm not gonna guess it but i have heard if it, it was it's like it's in the kitchen in the oh, kitchen yeah, was my hint oh, <laughs> oh right, right right yes oh yeah it's not like you almost said it there uh it is yeah it's not what i thought it would be what yeah i mean it? i looked it up so we don't oh, have to I see. sam in the, kitchen, in the in the kitchen in the kitchen you're <laughs> There's um, no S at the end. I mean, the thing is, when when you say it, you're like, oh, I guess it does sound like royal. Yeah, it does sound like it. <laughs> it's but not you, just it's foil. Not in a, it, it is foil. You oh, got okay. it. Okay, cool. 
Whoa, I would have not, I would not have gotten that. <laughs> yeah, what well, the hell was it, that? It, it just rhymes. It rhymes exactly. So I was like, well, foil. Yes. I would not have thought that, like, <laughs> it took me a few times of being like foil to understand that it rhymes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, some How brains just work different. <laughs> I, well, you, yeah. I love that you almost didn't. You're like, it's not just foil. <laughs> like, like, I like, know that's the most obvious choice. Well, everyone was saying it was really difficult. And I was oh, like, oh, so I was like, well, it must not rhyme. Like, it must be like more of a slant. Sure. <laughs> like, I was going to go like utensil because I was like, it's, it can't be foil because right. that rhymes. That's too easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, should we hear a couple more songs before we get to uh, the old peanut gallery? Uh, we got to put on, I, if I don't know how this works really, I've, wow. <laughs> but I'm like, if I'm, if I'm defending Lord, if that's my goal here, I do think we have to slap on mood ring because it's a damn yes. smash. Yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and hear some mood ring. Is there a specific part? I just listened to it for the first time right before mm-hmm. starting, but I don't remember the times, but I th- do think I, don't I enjoy this one. All this right, one's a little more upbeat on and we'll see others. Let's, let's hear some mood ring. song structure you get a bridge you get a chorus oh. it repeats <laughs> and it's so meta because it's a very early 2000s sound and then she yeah. talks about the early 2000s in it um, also this one when people were like it's like yeah she's clearly joking I, 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 there was like a mini a mini debate about whether she was just stupid and it's like no she's not stupid she's obviously like playing a character i do think it could have been even more pronounced and some of the lyrics like my mood is as dark as my roots is like maybe an all time bad Lord lyric. Yes. <laughs> but, but then, but like she pulls it off. Yeah. <laughs> but Not if she good. ever lets them grow out too. Yeah. That, that's like to open with that is rough. I have to yeah. say, cause there are better <laughs> lyrics later on. And like, I do ultimately like the song a lot. It's probably my favorite, either my favorite or my second favorite in the album, but that one's it's tough. Yeah, that's uh, that is that is tough. But but it, but see, now I'm not I'm not meeting her where she's at. Like I'm not I'm not like uh, listening to this album on her terms. 
Mm-hmm. You know you, what I mean? What is that? What do you mean? I mean, like it. It's like I'm trying to be critical when it's you have to be stoned at the nail salon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I think that's like the main problem for me too. Is that this whole album is weed in California, and I'm very much drinking Coke in and, New York. Coke and Sing Sing Prison. I think let's 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 cut the shit, Tommy. We all know what happened. Lord turned into her twenties, and now you're not a fan. Oh, shut up! <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> Oh, Uh-oh. we all know what's happening here. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's that guy's name? The the Jeff Ross jumped out. Is that? Whoa. Oh, <laughs> Tommy is trying to be the Rose. Tommy was that guy that had the time the uh, the ba- clock about the Olsen twins, the Olsen twins countdown 18 or whatever yeah. countdown. Yes, it was actually really easy to design. That's what I yeah. Well, that's how you learn to code. <laughs> and he had it, but he was actually ahead of the game because he was doing it for when they turned fifteen, which Shut is up. really no. It was creeps who code. <laughs> I still he lived like in a different camp. state. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. Now that we've gotten to the bottom of it, I <laughs> we can move on. But no, I I really enjoy that song. It is very fun, and uh, one of the. One of the it might have been in the Pitchfork review where they were making they were saying like this song isn't funny enough to do to do what she's trying to do, but I enjoyed it, and I don't think Pitchfork is that goddamn funny. So. I don't Damn. think Pitchfork's that funny. funny. Yeah, no, that was not that that Pitchfork review. I would give it a two point seven. Let's go. That should be a website reviews of Pitchfork. I bet you. I think it, it was. I think it was a Tumblr back yeah. in the like oh, yeah. 2008 era. I'd say is... we moved that bad boy up to a dot com. Think... <laughs> wow, 2008. The late 2000s seems so far away. <laughs> <laughs> it is the thing though where Pitchfork, like, they gave it a 6.8 which is not a pain at all. It, it, and it's like pretty good. They always do that. They do that the other way too where they'll write like an out. Al- this album is like transcends everything about music right. and then it's also a 6.8 and it's like yeah, well what right. does 6.8 meat. I mean, the point. real the real T is that ultimately, is it exactly a 6.8? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. They nailed it. They just went too hard. Yeah. yeah. I and if I can complain one more, because I've been very positive, I've been defending, but I want to mm-hmm. mi- let the listeners know that I'm actually unbiased, surprisingly. I disagree with the aesthetic. I don't Whoa. love the like the music video specifically. I think the cover art is amazing, of course, and the font is cool and go off. But like I think the like cult thing like mm-hmm. doesn't match like half the songs. Like Yeah. Like the mood ring thing, it's like she's playing with, you know, cheesy. 2000s music and like then she looks gorgeous and like anthropology and like mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't match it just doesn't match the sound and it kind of drives me bonkers because it was like an opportunity <laughs> for her to be like you know in low-rise jeans and like carrying a diet coke and oh my like, god that is so true it would be amazing i'll say this and tommy you mentioned nine perfect strangers i think like People think it's easier than it actually is to satirize like wellness and cults and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like it, it like we've done it too much and everyone thinks they have commentary on it. And it's like, what more is there to say, really, unless you have like a really pointed critique or something like, yeah, the mm-hmm. cult, the cult, like 
satirizing cults and satirizing the wellness industry to me, like there needs to be a little more or, or sorry, there needs, if you're going to do it, there needs to be a little more rigor is what I'm saying. You need Nicole Kidman doing a Russian accent. And you need- <laughs> but, but no, that's a flop too. <laughs> God, I can't handle it. I, I, that's one of the few shows that I've watched recently where i was like i just am not gonna finish it it I have is no interest. so bad <laughs> <laughs> i've watched three episodes yes i've um, also watched three of them and i will watch every single one i think <laughs> i will too unfortunately it is it's really bad yes <laughs> i watched one and a half and like maybe a halfway through the second one i was like i just don't need to do this i'll just watch, i might watch friday night lights again <laughs> but uh yeah i need to watch i, I gotta watch uh What's that cop show? The Wire. I gotta watch The Wire. Oh yeah, my old roommate Zach was really watching that. I got, I got too much. I got too much good shit to watch. I've been zooming through. I'm almost done with the whole series. And light, that is a great fucking show. Right. I gotta there. watch that. You keep you raving about it. And you wait, wait, what are you watching, Tommy? Uh, Enlightened, and it's so good. Oh, oh yeah, Enlightened's great. I actually that. I should rewatch Enlightened. That's yeah, I want to watch it. And it's a great satire of like wellness yes. culture. Honestly, yeah. it's like what these things aren't. Uh, yes. AMO. And she wears I mean, a yellow dress. There are there are very good satires of wellness culture from like Safe, the movie with Julianne Moore, is like an incredible satire of wellness culture. Like it, people have been d- trying to comment on things like that since like the '60s. It's not anything new. So mm-hmm. you better bring your A game, Nicole. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's hear. Let's hear two more songs, and then we'll get to. Uh, We'll get to the old, uh, you know, comment section. Um, I, I liked the song. Uh, was it? Oh, I liked the song, "The Man with the Axe." What do you guys think of that one? Oh yeah, it's about the sure. Dexter series finale, right? We're, <laughs> we're talking about TV here on Stand By Your Band. And, uh, <laughs> that's, another, that's another show that I loved for four seasons. Oh yeah, I got halfway through the fifth season, I just stopped watching. Well, they're Tom, rebooting. Colin Hanks. Yeah, I saw that. I yeah. know. Yeah, it uh, got so bad. It. Like it was like comedically bad. Kind yes. of. So many people told me that that I was like, okay, I'm glad I didn't finish it then. But I, I still have the like completionist thing where it's like I do kind of want to finish it, but mm-hmm. I just I was finding myself to be so bored uh, mm-hmm. in the fifth season that I was like, this is a show about a fucking serial killer. <laughs> Why am I falling asleep? Like it's <laughs> insane. Um, all right, let's hear let's hear uh the man with the axe, which is about Tommy wearing axe body spray. All right, here it is. I wear bod. <laughs> Talking about early two thousands reference. <laughs> Look, you're either a bod man or you're an axe. My back is turned. I'm gonna skip Take me down. 
guess I'll always be this way Swallowed up by the words And halfway to space There by the fire I heard your hand And as I took it I loved you The boy yeah. with the Very sleepy. <laughs> this is a classic example of a song that could have used one more pass to make it a little more punchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get a little drum beat going in there. Yeah. It's an active rejection. It is. It is. <laughs> and the thing is, I do agree with like, I, you're catching me at probably my, the lowest I've felt about this album just by chance. Like that's just where I'm at today. But I was like supporting it for like a full five days. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm all in. I was listening to it in my backyard last night with a couple of beers. Yes. My brother was over and I said, damn, this album's hitting me right. <laughs> I'm having a glass of wine right now. It's hitting it's hitting me, baby. Uh, I'm, I'm into it. I, I find that one for some reason that this sound like I know that it's gotten a lot of this album. People don't like it specifically musically like they, the the one of the reviews I read was like the lyrics are still pretty good overall, but they mostly just look good because the music is bad. And uh, I, that one I enjoy. It's like, it's very relaxed. It reminds me of another, there's like another band that it's reminding me of and I can't pull it. So I'm going to listen to it again. And I was, if you say Lana Del Rey, <laughs> oh, it's, Lana. <laughs> no, it's actually it's Casey Musgraves. Musgraves. <laughs> I'm getting Casey vibes. I also didn't like her new single, but that's for a different episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like ain't ready for that. I, I think I need to hear the whole album. It seems like it's part of, but a, she's abandoned country. It seems. Casey mm-hmm. Musgraves, yeah, yeah. Damn. I think new single it, it, is not country. Damn, she was already like I feel like she was already kind of borderline, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious. I like Casey Musgraves a lot. Have we done a Casey Musgraves episode? No, I guess I think people she's, like her. Uh, yeah, too liked. Yeah, yeah. It could be an interesting. Maybe when that album comes out, we can do a, a discussion of it. But. Um, Stradio Lab returns. Hey, I'm down. <laughs> I, I'll talk about Casey any day. I love Casey. I love her. We'll talk about Stone at the Nail Salon. Like... <laughs> 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 um, let's uh, let's hear one more song. I, I'll let uh, I'll let you guys choose. Uh, what What do you think here, George? You got one. I feel like I've already. Um, some well, down I mean, not throats. to be obvious, but what were the? I mean, should we listen to like the main title track? Yeah, we should. Oh, yeah, just for, yeah, that's uh, a good point. Yeah, we, give everyone yeah. the complete picture. Yes. Uh, let's hear. Let's hear the the titular uh, solar power. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I hate the winter. Icon. (laughs) (laughs) Cancel all the plans. When the heat comes, something takes a hold. Can I kick it? Yeah, I can. 
my cheeks in hot color over ripe peaches. No shirt, no shoes, only my features. My boy behind me, he's taking pictures. <laughs> And girls onto the beaches. Come on, come on, tell you my secrets. I'm kinda like a prettier Jesus. Forget all of the tears that you've cried. It's over. It's a new state of mind. Are you coming, my baby? green yeah that's uh that's solar power all right and if she wanted us to hear the chorus she would have put one there you know hey. didn't have to right. do another hey, verse hey, hey. <laughs> no i love i look i'm a i'm a full i'm like sometimes i can't tell if i like um the music or if my mental health is bad but <laughs> you sam is a stan like sam is a classic fan i think like i think you actually enjoy the challenge of defending everything about something <laughs> <laughs> that is such an accusation <laughs> no i think when i heard this song and maybe it was just the way it, like when it came out like it came out like you know beginning of summer we were feeling like vaccine vibes like sort of that <laughs> hopefulness and i really was just like hell yes i hate the winter i'm fucking yes. done let's go to the mm -hmm. damn beach i'm trying to have mm -hmm. the best summer of my life and it, it really hit me right <laughs> <laughs> I, I I remember like the when it came out I I was not really it it took me a while to like to be honest it's still not my favorite song on the album but but whatever I was like struggling with it and then my friend texted me and she's like oh my god I love the song I was like really I don't know like I don't get it she's like well it's about the end of the world and I was like I thought it was about summer <laughs> and she's like yeah well it's also about that <laughs> but then that I I just it hadn't occurred to me that that was even part of it which is so obvious that like. I think part of the song is that it like is both has like an air of pessimism about the world ending and an air of optimism about like, well, while it's ending, we might as well be stoned at the nail salon. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. He throws her cellular device in the water. But again, but again, <laughs> yes. I like imagine that song if the, at the end it was a real release. Right. And but but of, again, she's you not don't, doing I it get, on purpose. I, get, she's not, I mean, I I, I'm not, I don't get her. I like, I remember listening to her for the first time and being like, wait, there's not one more thing that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, the do, 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 do. Like, come At on, end, it yeah. all builds. The, I mean, the 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 blink three times when you feel it kicking in. Come on. I'm like, okay, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> You're forcing those blinks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really, I, yeah, I, I think maybe I need to go to therapy, but it, <laughs> uh, it moved me. <laughs> This this is the song that I was surprised I didn't enjoy because I liked the the opening song when because like I said we were listening to it in the car on the way to the beach and I was like this is I'm enjoying this a lot like maybe I'll like this album I'm liking the vibe and then this song came on and I just, there's a lot of it that just irritates me I hate the my boy behind me he's taking pictures part not into it he's taking pictures <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you know what. <laughs> This is a really stupid and petty thing to not like about this song, but I hate the that she puts peaches in there. It's like we already have a banger from this summer with peaches. You know, Bieber Bieber already took peaches mm. and uh, don't even put them in your song, honey. Uh, <laughs> mm, call me by your name took peaches years ago. Yeah, I don't That's know true. about Bieber. <laughs> 
I'm just saying that song, it's on all the fucking time, and I'm tired of hearing about peaches this sure. year. <laughs> peaches, peaches are, are kind done. of a cop-out. Every year, somebody gets to claim peaches. Most years, people have deferred, and now this year, two people have tried to do it. Nuh-uh. Right. What Get happened out. to grapes? <laughs> yeah, where's the grape <laughs> anthem? <laughs> what Talk about a beautiful we? beach snack. <laughs> <laughs> frozen grapes oh my god Get so refreshing yeah <laughs> i think next year grapes are having a big year i think people <laughs> have realized what they've left on the table <laughs> billy eilish is gonna put out a song. <laughs> oh you guys should do an episode on that album i haven't even listened to it yet i, I actually I tried I, I had heard like that it wasn't good and then i actually tried listening to it and i was like wait a minute i love billy eilish <laughs> really yeah. i tried listening to it i really didn't connect with me but i would give it another shot I just I I had it's more that I had just forgotten that she was good. Like I I now just think sure. of her as like a public figure, and I'd forgotten that her music is good. She actually is like a great musician. I she, always think about just Dave Grohl being like, "She's the new Nirvana," and it just made me for some reason oh, really? because Did I hated him saying that so much that it made me dislike her by association. Even though I never oh listened to it, I think I watched like one you know new york times how do you have just the making of a song or whatever with her and it like fully ruined her for me because she's, she's like not a, a great child talker. and she's like extremely confident and it's like i understand that you have to be that way but it's yeah. sort of like have a little humility of like i don't i'm learning as i do this right mm-hmm. yeah well she was homeschooled and and Ooh, can we talk about that says it all <laughs> Uh, we have one more segment to get to before uh, we we get to the the end here. Uh, this is the where we go to the peanut gallery. We we go to the listeners of the show and see what their thoughts are on uh, on this album. And first off, we go to the Patreon, where if you pay three damn dollars a month, you get bonus episodes every week, and you get your comments guaranteed to be read. First off. We have Matthew Potter who says, I would put it between her past two. Uh, I like pure heroin more than melodrama. Uh, I think there's more lines that I'll connect with as I listen to it more. But as of now, it's overall vibe is being really sad, but also on the beach. <laughs> Interesting. Put Summertime it sadness, Lana. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Cuck Norris says, uh, my melodrama is a masterpiece in 2017. I don't know why an album written by a then 18, 19 year old girl from New Zealand resonated so much with a then 25 year old man from the UK, but it's a testament to the quality of her lyricism and musicianship that it does. Thank you. Cuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Randy Ramos says an album that has the production style of a jaw rule or early Timberlake song. Uh, acoustic guitars high up in the mix and some simply mixed drums. I don't mean any of that as a knock. It felt nostalgic at points. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And friend of the show, uh, John Bilancini says, good Catholic boy Tommy should be talking about the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we almost made it an entire episode without making a, the, a, a Lord uh, God joke, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that it was saved for our friend. John Billenty. All right. Uh, did we get anything on Twitter? There's two on Twitter. Um, the Corn on the Cop, Corm on the Cop says a lot of the tracks feel like middle of the road folklore to me. Antonoff production is getting so monotonous. Still think melodrama is one of the best pop albums. I'm a little disappointed by this. I agree. And Tim Claridge said the initial drum sound on the opening song made me think they somehow accidentally uploaded the demo track. So Damn. there's some shade. Wow. Damn. Um. Wow. 
Jeremy Levenbach, this is on the Facebook, says, uh, not super into Lord's music, but loved her on Hot Ones. Seems like an interesting and thoughtful artist. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I recommend checking that out. Uh, Derek- I recommend to Jeremy, book me. <laughs> That's what I recommend to him. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, book Tommy. <laughs> wow, uh, I love how desperate your vibe is. <laughs> <laughs> We've been looking for someone with a desperate vibe. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, you know that desperate vibe you were looking for? We found it, baby. I know just the guy. <laughs> oh, he's on his hands and knees. He's begging. <laughs> uh, uh, Derek Humphrey says, how many tracks are about tennis? Uh, and then he says, that is just what I remember sticking out from the stuff I have heard of hers. Uh, it's about tennis, tennis court. Yeah. I dig her vibe, though. Uh, Mandy Lynn McKean says, I love pure heroin and haven't gotten all the way through this one, but I'm digging it so far. Big fan of hers in general. Uh, Jeffrey McDonald says, uh, you mean her new Al bum? Uh, because you can see, uh, her, you can see her ass. On oh, the okay. And then he says, get it. And he says, I'll see myself out. Um Let's see here. Uh, Toxic masculinity is alive and well. (laughs) Yes. 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 Check. Um, Brian Babylon says, what is a Lord? And then he uh, put, uh, I don't know. Google it uh, like a a GIF here. You old ass Babylon. (laughs) Are you not going to know who Lord is? Wait, wait, Uh, don't tell him. That's what I said. uh, Sounds like somebody threw their phone in the water. (laughs) Uh, last one here, Casey Raven uh, says she's scary and adorable at the same time. I think that's uh, a great way to put it. And that brings us to the to the final uh, part of the show, which is where you guys get to give your last thoughts on this new Lord album. What do you, what do you got? George, you go first. go first. Yeah, George, you want to go first? I feel like it'll, because of your thoughts on it, it'll be better if Sam gives his last. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Sam should close with an ode to the album. Um, <laughs> I just, I want to say, no, I didn't, I didn't mean that as a, as a, as a bad thing. I, I just want to say, like, regardless of my, my feelings about anything, everything else aside, like, I love Lord, and she's, I think, I was talking about this with my friend, the one that said that solar power is about the world ending like it is exciting to me that we have many more decades of like seeing what she produces and i'm excited for her next album i think she's someone who will have like i I think she'll have a really interesting kind of like mid-career period i'm excited for her to be like 45 and be like you know fiona apple releasing like a different you know every album being a different vibe and like experimenting musically and working with different people so I think like th- I think this album is very conceptually tight and I think she succeeded in doing what she set out to do and it's not like my favorite thing ever but I respect it and I think it's like this is her solar power era and I'm excited to see what the next era brings. Um I I think I mostly agree with that. I think this is I think this is great. I love a big swing. I think she mostly nails it. I think it's cool that she's um, very purposefully like following what she wants to do and uh, not necessarily what uh, she should do career wise. And I, yeah, I think it's like a, maybe a, 
for for some people, not for me, a rocky <laughs> transitional phase. But I like that. I like seeing people shift and change and see how it is complicated for them. And so I think it's a damn smash and it's only going to be an even more important relic as her career moves forward. Well said. I think um, you guys did a great job. I think I, the mistake I made is when I heard the singles, I was hoping it was going to be like, when I heard the singles for you brought up reputation, I like kind of didn't like them. Then I ended up loving that album and I was just hoping that's what would happen here. And they would just, but it ended up just being like, Oh, it is like a concept album and Mm -hmm. the singles are very much indicative of what the album is. And I think if I had just thought about that going in, I wouldn't have felt disappointed because when I listened to it again today, a couple of times, I was like, Oh, I actually do kind of like this now that I'm not expecting melodrama again. I still think it'll never be up there with that album for me but uh, i appreciate it more and i think um you hit it on the head when it was like it is a 6.8 and 6.8 is not bad so yeah that's what i'll say 6.8 out of 10 ain't bad uh and yeah i i am enjoying it i'm probably not i might listen to a couple of the songs again it's not one that i'm gonna like really sit with but then again i didn't i i'm not the right audience here i didn't listen to i've I've only listened to the lord uh radio singles so what the fuck do i know but i enjoyed it and i think you guys made great points today and i'm so so grateful to have you thanks so much for coming on and i thanks hope for having us over sooner rather than later do we have a return <laughs> date did you say that probably in the fall <laughs> <laughs> we haven't announced it yet and i don't know if we can make the exclusive announcement yet uh, so you uh, promised us give that exclusive announcement. <laughs> um, any like shows you guys want to promote or anything well um, after this I'll be performing in um, <laughs> where is it Hell's Kitchen <laughs> oh tonight yeah <laughs> <laughs> so come on over George is doing my show Stevie on oh, that's right. what day is that September 9th September 9th I believe at the yeah. Bell House beautiful yeah. Bell yeah. House um and I um, honestly, I do have upcoming point. shows. Do I know what they are? No. Um, <laughs> but go to my honestly, not even my website because I don't update that either. You know what? <laughs> Google me. It's probably not going to show up on Google. It's not going to show up on Google. <laughs> go to my go to my social media. Mm-hmm. See the uh, Instagram stories that are shared. See the day. Instagram stories. I'll repost them. They'll disappear after 24 hours. You better write it down. <laughs> yeah, get your notepad out. Go to the Instagram stories. Um, I will be. I'll let you go last, Tom, since you're the yes, the gang. And uh, <laughs> I will be in Boston uh, September 9th. I'm doing one show, uh, Hideout Comedy at the White Bowl. That show's always a lot of fun. And September 14th in Chicago, I will be headlining Zanies. And I would love to see people there Ooh, for that. Nice. Hell yeah. Go see Tommy there. And hey, go see him in Boston. I heard my friend Augustana is going to move there. Well, um, they think they're going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, good God, uh, September 12th. And also, uh, most importantly, we're going to be doing a live stand by your band in Boise. Yes, I, I forgot about it. Uh, it's part of the Sturgis rally. <laughs> and, uh, no, 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 it's part of the Tree Fort comedy. Uh, it's, it's a music music festival. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'll also be doing sets there. We're going to be doing uh, stand up mm-hmm. there too, but we'll be doing a live stand by your band with some of the comics who are at that festival. And you just never know who's going to pop by. And, um, uh, I'm excited because Japanese breakfast is going to be there. And yes. Will be very it's going to be cool as hell. So get over there. And uh, I know I've got some other stuff. Whatever. I'll just follow me on social media. You'll see it. Uh, all right. That'll do it for this uh, episode. Thanks so much, George and Sam. You guys are the best. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. 
Thanks for listening. Keep it crispy. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.